Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, that you're watching. Going in raw. You like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going in Raw. What's up? This is the most must see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going in Raw. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going in Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all. That Mela is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching Going In the Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, and available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it and make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications right here on YouTube. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, it always helps to leave a rating, review, or a comment to make sure we our exposure gets boosted. We need to expose ourselves to others, Larson. Is that how it works? Well, I almost changed my shirt before we did the show. I almost said I was going to do the sh- show with no shirt on, but Ooh. instead I put on this awesome all-over print slow you're gonna get our. Shirt. You're going to get, you our... get one yourself. Links in the description. However, do not pay full price for it. Unfortunately, we had no control, no say over price or sizing options, but there's always coupon codes for uh, Society6 out there. Um, your first order, I think, you get 30% off or something. Remarkably, we've sold 66 of these atrocities. Oh, but they're These well, are terrible. They're so well made. Yeah, everybody talks about the fabric's the good. Yeah, it is good. The print job is outstanding. The detail's great. The red pops. And I know I said I was it's going really to good quality shirt. I know I said I was going to uh, put the pictures up of the the people who have sent in pictures of the slow wolf all over print slow wolf pack shirt. I am going to do that just not today. I'm going to do it probably Monday. How about this? When we sell three more shirts. Oh no, we can't do that. We can't do that. I've already promised so many people that I would do it. I know, but if we sell three more shirts, how many would we sell? All right, I'm going to make a plea to everybody out there. We just need three more. I'm still going to put the pictures up, but this weekend we need three more of these ugly ass shirts sold to get to the magical, luscious number 69. And then 
And then I'll ta- I'm going to take the damn thing down. All right. And then I'm taking it down. That's fair. There are only, time only. There are only three more shirts available so that we can get to 69. And then it's, no, it's not going to be available ever again. And then it's never going to be available there you go. again. We just made a limited edition. <laughs> we only are offering 69 of these shirts. Right, you better keep close tabs of this while we're doing the show because we're going to sell three of them during the show. We better not get to if we get the problem is if we get to 70, we have to keep it in perpetuity. I know. So because the, then the joke's done with. Yeah, no. So I'm going to make sure I'm going to keep a close eye on it here and make sure we don't sell. <clears throat> so anybody here that's watching this live in chat, communicate with each other before you press buy if you're going to do so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, we're at 66 now. I'm going to reload this screen from time to time. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We did have a couple new patrons uh, while I uh, slept last night. Uh, I'm going to read their names off right here because you, go, you get a you get a shout out when you do this. Uh, we had Norwegian Blue, Obi-Bon Kihovi, and Hunter. New patrons, thank you very much for your support. It really does help. Um, so, yeah. Thank you, Alexi. What did Alexi have he to promote, say? He promoted. He put himself? the link in the in the chat here. Only don't three. don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, only three left. And then gone. I wish there was like a little ding 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 thing. Gone forever. Gone forever. But if we do accidentally sell four more, then it's in perpetuity. Yeah, it'll be available for until the end of time. Oh my goodness gracious! Deals, deals, deals. Uh, before we get into the news, uh, let's talk about that Becky Lynch tweet. Oh, man. Becky Lynch has completely taken over Twitter. She's operating. Oh, look at that picture. I, I know it's a great picture. I know. She is operating on a whole other level. She posted a side-by-side picture of the reason she was out for one week on SmackDown Live. And then a, another picture next to it um, where she's trying to think of why Charlotte was out for an entire month. And it's a, it's a picture that's cropped. And it makes it fairly obvious what she's referring to. It's hilarious. Becky's the best. Please no lecherous comments in our chat. That would be appreciated. Good fun humor. I can only I only wish I knew what Charlotte texted Becky Lynch when she saw that because you know they are probably both getting a kick out of that. Also, I know what Becky probably texted Charlotte in advance of posting it. I think they're probably beyond that. You think so? They're yeah. probably beyond that. They probably understand each other well enough. Yes. To know what they can make fun of and what's off limits. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, Becky is fantastic. Oh, she's the best. Somebody here in chat asks, what if somebody buys all four shirts at well, once? Well, then it's available for the, well, then it's for the rest available of the time. in perpetuity. And nobody's done that anyways. And nobody should do that because it's like $37 after that first one. Like the first one I think you have a coupon for. After yeah, that, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, you yeah. got to pay full price. Nobody do that. But anyways. Anyway, anyway, let's talk about some news. What do you say? Let's what talk about say? some wrestling news. So, of course, Friday is our WWE-focused news show. Today is everything other than WWE. It's like New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact. Yeah, but we still take underground. It's just it's just kind of morphed into. So we do cover that stuff. We try to cover that stuff. It's kind of morphed into. If there's WWE news, we'll probably drop it because if there's something that happened between yesterday and today, oh, like major, yeah, yeah, like if there's yeah, something major. that happens, we'll talk about it. It's just sort of morphed into a Saturday news show, but we also cover the stuff just to fill time <laughs> that, that people, but fewer and fewer people seem to be caring about 
Impact, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. The new ratings are out for Impact. We're going to talk about those a little bit later. Yeah, later. Not good. So anyways, uh, Wrestling Inc. reports that composer Joseph Shabasson um, appeared on the Creative Control podcast where he revealed that he was working on a documentary about the best bout machine, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. This is what Shabasson had had to say. Quote, I just finished Shabasson. No, I misspelled it the second time. The first time's correct. Shabasson. I just finished a documentary about a wrestler that's going to be coming out on HBO in the new year, which is going to be really exciting. It's a wrestler named Kenny Omega. He's a wrestler from Winnipeg, mm-hmm. but he went to Japan and formed this tag team called the Golden Lovers. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty incredible dude. I was really happy with scoring it. So I read this initially. See, Kenny Omega documentary on HBO. I'm hype. Awesome. I am super excited because it was the Andre the Giant one also on HBO. That was really good. Yeah. I was thinking top-notch production value, mm-hmm. uh, gripping narrative. I'm all in on it. Yeah. And then Dave Melser in the newsletter has to clarify exactly where this is uh, airing. So if you're living in the States, uh, don't get your hopes up quite yet. Mm. Um, he says, quote, just to clarify, this would be HBO Canada, not HBO in the U.S. The idea is that there was a Canadian who lives in Winnipeg who was well-known in wrestling circles, but most Canadians didn't know him who was a major celebrity sports star in Japan. The idea was to also distribute outside of Canada. So that's hopeful, but it was made for a Canadian audience. We're living in a global community these days, Larson. Global localization. As somebody put it, I forget who. Uh, why why would we not get to see this at the same time the Canadians I'm trying do? To think of the We're on the same damn continent. Of the 25 HBOs I have on my cable provider, if one of them is HBO Canada. You would think, right? So I know there's HBO West Coast, HBO East Coast, HBO HD, HBO something else. Is there a sports? HBO Sports? No, they don't have their own channel, their own network. Uh, HBO uh, Spanish language. What about HBO Late Night? Erotic. What was that show? Real, Real sex. sex. You know what sucked about Real Sex? Hmm. Everything. Because it was like, I, I remember as a kid sometimes, you know, you turn on, ooh, parents are in bed, I'm going to turn on Real Sex. And it was always like the worst. It was always like these dumpy ass looking old couples who would do like weird things about sex. Well, you, you hear these titles and, never... and you think as, you know, a teenager, ooh, this is going to be, right. ooh. Yeah. And it was a very academic uh, approach to uh, matters of sex and sexuality. None of it was very attractive. None of it was like, oh, wow, this there's is nothing, salacious. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, there's nothing salacious about it. But, I th- you know, that was, wait the, for the, that was the intention of the show. Wait for the three minutes of sex that was featured in Red Shoe Diaries. You got to watch a 30-minute story with David Duchovny in it. Doing the narration. <laughs> Doing the narr- his dull narration. Yeah. Man, yeah, real sex is crap. Bunch of weird old people doing their weird fetish stuff. I want to see young, virile. <laughs> anyways. Uh, anyways, yeah, this is great. We'll see it eventually, man. Oh, like yeah, I said, yeah. we live in a global community. Eventually, eventually we'll watch it'll, this. It'll end up on, we'll watch this shit. HBO here in the States, somewhere else. Who knows? Available yeah. to stream somewhere. somewhere. Oh, no. Oh, we sold one more. Oh, man. We sold one more. We're at 67. Yeah. Two more. If I notice when it gets to 69, closing it down. Matthew Williams Esquire says, you just caught bad episodes. Could be. I don't know, man. I saw a lot of those. Over the years, because it started in the 90s. And so, like, all through the 90s, through, like, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I'd still be like, ah, I wonder if they got anything good. There was never a good one. There was there was better action on Taxi Cab Confessions than flipping real sex. That was terrible. Anyway. Alex C says, you're about to get timed out bad. <laughs> or bud, sorry. 
<laughs> oh man so that's cool that's awesome i mean that, that's a, that's a story i'm yeah, fascinated that's to be, hear that'd be very exciting to to present not just the story of kenny omega but the story of the golden lovers to a larger audience ideally and that'd be great maybe the wwe will get some exposure to kenny omega they'll learn who he is and they'll pro you know they'll offer him a deal i'm sure they know i know he's been trying to get there for a long I'm time sure now they, well he he was in w's developmental in case you didn't know he's been in the industry for a very long time yeah working the independent a, a period scene. in wwe developmental deep south Wrestling. working that independent scene getting paid for in hot dogs every week I heard that New Japan pays people on hot dogs. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of New Japan, uh, Kushida. Uh, oh, he's great. He's the ace of the junior division. Yeah, apparently he's and also a time traveler. Well, it's just his gimmick. He's WWE real... wants to uh, appropriate his time traveling technology and make him the ace, maybe of Two Hundred Five Live. They're getting closer or to NXT, raw maybe. gate technology, and Kushida might be the piece. Anyways, the key, the key. this is from uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Correct. Kushida. Kushida is a name that has been had been has been talked about for weeks, and we've been hearing more and more about it. Kushida is the current IWGP Junior Champion and faces Taiji. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Taiji Ishimori at the Tokyo Dome. He's under contract. Oh, really? That's cool. What, what did what did Ishimori do to to get that shot? Did he challenged. win something? No, I think he's challenged. Him. Oh, okay, that's cool. Uh, he's under contract in New Japan until the end of January, so he shouldn't be hearing his name. But WWE has been more forward about trying to get people. This is kind of the bigger story. Yeah, I know. And not caring about contracts. So they're not caring about tampering. Yeah. Because here's the thing. It's not tampering if you don't get sued for it. Basically, the feeling, continuing on, basically the feeling is that nobody with the possible exception of Sinclair and MLW would take any action against them. And for New Japan Pro Wrestling, it's a difficult process based in Japan. Well, before you continue, the uh, Ring of Honor did sue WWE for tampering. I can't remember what case, but it, 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 I believe WWE kind of instituted in a 90-day grace period. Yeah. When Ring of Honor talent's contracts would run out before they would you know, negotiate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a few years back. Anyways, continue. It's a difficult process based in Japan, but that's not, what's that, but that's not saying what New Japan would or wouldn't do. Kushida is hardly the only New Japan person WWE is looking at getting right now for all the obvious reasons. This isn't to say it's a done deal, just a name WWE is earmarking, but enough that unlike other New Japan guys who they are after, this is one where the confidence level is at a point where it's being talked about more prominently. At least one idea has been talked about which would involve him at NXT as opposed to the obvious guys they want but probably aren't in the end going to get he's talking about the elite he's talking about the elite which means obviously he's talking to cody rhodes which obviously means all elite wrestling is probably happening yeah we'll get to that uh, later on the show and we have more evidence to back that one up yeah uh, too so um that'd be cool your your concern you said this off camera earlier your concern is that he just end up on uh, 205 live 205 live this is war no this is war and Kushida's versus great yeah Kushida's it'd be great. great matches but you're leaving, and Kush if Kushida were to leave New Japan and in the end just end up on 205 Live, it's kind of a step down. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it's a step down. I mean, uh, you know, Finn Balor kind of occupied similar territory in New Japan, a sort of head uh, junior guy. Ace. Uh, for a spell. I don't see. Here's the thing. Ace is kind of a, is it a subjective thing? I know that, like, when the commentators dub somebody the ace, like, Tanahashi is well yeah, known yeah, as the yeah. ace of New Japan. Yeah, yeah. He's sort of the guy, the face, you know? Well, it, it, it's, it's, it's the standard bearer. Yeah. But not necessarily the champion. No. 
So I wonder if Finn, if Prince Devitt was considered at the time the standard mm, bearer. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. If they would ever dub him the ace, because like, well, he's Kushida, he's a foreigner for one thing. Well, I think the, I wonder if that matters. I don't know, but <clears throat> both Kushida and Tanahashi have had uh, a lot of title reigns in their respective yeah, sure, divisions. Yeah. I think that's probably more than anything. And Kushida's been around for a while, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, so he yeah. was probably still probably. I have no idea. I don't know. We're just talking about stuff we don't know about. Yeah. Um, but in any event, he was in a fairly prominent spot, but he's probably smaller than. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they, they may view this as sort of how they viewed bringing in Rey Mysterio back in the day, who's obviously a smaller guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. they view him as a guy who can come in and be sort of underdog guy on like SmackDown, for example, especially if Fox Sports is looking uh, if I'm sorry, if Fox uh, is looking for a more sports based mm-hmm. athletic thing. Mm-hmm. A guy like Kushida. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who has some MMA informed moves in his repertoire. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. 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 So this isn't, yeah, this is a, uh, this would be interesting. I mean, I, you know, I keep as up to date with new Japan as I try to, as evidence uh, earlier when I didn't know how Ishimori got to the title scene. Joe Horace says Kushida was the ace of the juniors when Devitt was there. Okay. There you go. There you go. Was there a prior Joe? Does, is, was there a prior ace? Probably. Well, yeah, but I'm asking him because he probably knows no. yes or no and who uh, it was. Jushin Liger. There you go. At some point, he had to have been the oh, ace, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, I think he was for like the entirety of the 90s. He's like legacy ace guy. Yeah. Legacy. Anyways, um, don't laugh at that. Don't encourage me. No, that's I'm good. I'm an idiot. So, no, this is cool. But it does, I mean, look, this is just one name out of apparently several. WWE, A, doesn't care about their current contracts. B, doesn't even really seem to care about what the hell they're going to do with them after no, they get no, there. No, they just want to they want to collect them all. They just want to get all the wrestlers they can. They'll worry about the rest later. Dude, just collect which, them. Which seems like a kind of a bad business practice because eventually, we talked about this one of the shows earlier this week where it's going to get to a tipping point where uh, prospective WWE signees will look at the WWE roster <clears throat> and then think to themselves, where's my place in all this? Yeah. It's too congested. It's too congested. There's too much talent there. It's 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 it, 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 they're they're lu- they'd have better luck going elsewhere. Yeah. In terms of doing interesting stuff, working regularly. Yeah, I mean, sure, you get the massive downside go? guarantee in WWE, but if I mean, I guess it depends on what people value. If they value money above everything else, or if they value the creative aspects of wrestling. Well, they value money. People like money, dude. Oh yeah, money's money's important. Money is everything. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see who else they're able to poach from new Japan. That that's going to be interesting. So, uh, also, I mean, there is, there is the, the consideration that, you know, now that NXT UK has started, it's often, they're going to do a takeover mm-hmm. running is, two hours of content every week. Yeah. Is Japan next? And are they going to start taking, uh, people from new japan to plunk them down in wwe now, that's another, japan another thing too that if say they they want to start nxt japan and they want to sign you know some top talent from new japan all japan pro wrestling noah dragon gate um i mean i guess you, you could do a whole lot worse than having kushida being your top guy your top guy there yeah yeah so i mean if you want to build a new promotion in japan kushida is a good place to here's start. the thing yeah yeah Here's the yeah. 
they're going to have to pay him a lot more than what WWE Japan is going to be worth, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like oh, Pete, I know, Pete I Dunne's know, probably making a bunch of money right now because he's doing both. I mean, we've seen like on Breaking Ground, you know, they're making their their money and then they get a, a big pay raise if they do good work, basically. Pete Dunne, he's probably making six figures at this point. I would hope so. Um, you know, the vast majority of the UK roster isn't, but Mm-mm. he probably is. Mm-hmm. He's probably the only guy in the UK making that kind of money. I mean, Tyler Bate might be making close to it, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know either. Um, but no, they, they'd have to pay Kushida, you know, probably. They'd have to pay above, Kushida at least. Far above what he's making in New yeah, Japan. Yeah, and he'd be making a lot more than anybody else in NXT UK, or sorry, Japan, I would think. Yeah, I would think so too, yeah. I just don't know if they'd want to do that. Yeah, who knows? They're weird. Uh, let's do some of these super chats. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Let's move on. Uh, Brisk couple of stories. Sock now. Monkey Mike says, Going in Raw podcast is the best podcast ever. Thank you. I don't know about that. I, I dispute that. Yeah. We, we are lazy bums compared to some of the podcasts out there. Jeffrey Nguyen, leg day done, was twinning with Larson today. Oh, yeah. Thumbs up, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Nguyen. I got to get his picture up on the, Heck on the yeah. wall. Heck yeah. Uh, Mr. Michael Law, 2011. Hey, guys. Power rank top five all elite wrestling uh, women talents. Uh, number five, Brandy Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Number four, Tanil Dashwood. Britt Baker. Britt. No, she's in NXT, dude. No, she's not. Well, I mean, she had a match there. She had a match, but she's not she was, signed she did. She did one of those. Didn't she do a picture of the Performance Center? I don't think so. Oh. I don't think she's a recruit. Dude, she's going to be in NXT. Her freaking husband's there. Boyfriend. Boyfriend. Yeah. But you know, She's, she seems she seems dedicated to becoming uh, a dentite. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man. DDS. Uh, Tessa Blanchard. She signed with Impact, but does not allow her to do anything she know. wants. Probably not anymore. No, probably not they anymore. They don't let them do that anymore. No. Jordan Grace signed to Impact. She signed Impact. Piper Piper Niven, maybe. Maybe. I'm sure she's probably signed with Shimmer or something like that. World of Sport. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know who. I don't know who's who's available in terms of. Uh, I'm tapping out. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Kid Campbell, three wrestlers visit Vince McMahon on Christmas Eve to convince him to be a better person. Who are the ghosts of Christmas past, present, Dusty. and future? Dusty's the ghost of Christmas past. That's good. Who's the ghost of pre- Christmas present? CM Punk. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, that's good. <laughs> who's the ghost of the future? No, Daniel Bryan is ghost of Christmas present. Okay. The new Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Fickle. Fickle. Who's the ghost of the You're Christmas? You're creative. The way you approach it, Vince. Yeah. Fickle. And then the ghost of Christmas future is top notch. It's Dijakovic. Yeah, there you go. Feast your eyes on the future, Vince. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to end this way? <laughs> Feast your eyes. Feast your eyes. Uh, let's see if anybody in the Discord has anything worth saying. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Jimmy Thomas with some clarification. Ishimori got the title shot when he pinned Kushida in Junior Tag League. Oh, there you go. Did anybody say who the new who the ace was prior to Kushida? I didn't notice. Uh, diddly doodler, could you redeem those hot dogs for a sandwich or a taco when you're getting paid in hot dogs? No, you can't trade in tacos from the bingo hall to for a sandwich at Subway. It doesn't yeah, work that way. That doesn't work. Um, another super chat here. This is for us. I don't know this word. Ali uh, Television. I don't know what that means. Um, WWE trying to do a worldwide monopoly is scary. I mean, it's just what Vince did in the territory days on a global scale. That's it. Yeah, but here's the here's the big difference, though. The major difference is that 
in like those those wrestling companies that he took that he basically destroyed. Yeah. Up and down the roster, those guys were making a living. And, yeah. and nowadays, it's not like in MLW. I mean, well, I don't know about MLW because they do seem to have some money behind them. Yeah. But they do have a lot of wrestlers who wrestle in a lot of other places. So just based on wrestling in, I would think, MLW, up and down the entire roster, those guys aren't making a living just off of the MLW money. I would think that's not the case. No, no, because they, they have to wrestle across country. So Vince was ending basically people having jobs. These days, these smaller independent companies that might be, you know, going down because of WWE, those guys aren't. Now, it doesn't mean there are fewer places to wrestle. I mean, uh, potentially, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that we're still a couple of years away from really figuring <clears throat> out, you know, like even maybe a decade away from figuring out just how bad this is going to get. Yeah, I know. If it is going to be bad, if it is going to be. A bad thing, or if it's gonna, or or if hungry young talent is gonna come in and fill the fill the gaps. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at all the talent they have versus how they're using it on their flagship show, yeah. it doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. When Baron Corbin is like the featured attraction in half the segments on Monday Night Raw, yeah, and yet you have how many other pieces and that, that's could, not a good that could be major major stars on Raw yep. and boost the ratings yep. and boost enthusiasm? Like, what are you even doing over there? I don't know. It's a mess. It's a mess. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, Alex C. claims it was Liger prior to Kushida. Oh, okay. Liger. So well done. Um, speaking of the Discord, that's a, a perk you can get at the $1. Just $1. You'd be so surprised. On the Patreon, what $1, $1. gets you. $1. For one thing, it gets you access to the Discord. Now, earlier today, we had, and this is going live on YouTube on Sunday as a premiere, um, Best of the Super Friendos 2. Fun Wrestling, W Steve W. I won't spoil the outcome. Uh, eight men on either side uh, in a tournament to win a contract for either Fun Wrestling or W Steve W. Um, it's our own indie wrestling news right here. And... The ratings are in the star. The potato ratings are in. Oh yeah, in uh, in the Discord. That's where you can get the going in observer, uh, where you can read up on all the latest action. Yeah, from WCW and Fun Wrestling. So that's I mean to me, uh, the, the 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 wrestling news the the Wrestling Observer newsletter is like ten dollars a month, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's a best value deal. Oh yes, yeah, it's, it's a really deal. good deal. Even just for, if you just consider the historical uh, uh, information contained within the 
within any issue, the newsletter is worth it. Anyways, continue. But for one single dollar, one dollar, you get access to the Discord, which gets you access to the going in Rob Zerver. That's a, that's talking about a best value. Best value. Greatest value. Yeah, man. Greatest value. We've got one more New Japan story here. But before we do that, we're going to check in on, oh, okay, still Ooh. at 67. Ooh. Ooh. If I forget about that and when it gets to 70, shirts in perpetuity. Available for all time. So we had the, uh, the semifinals of the World Tag League went down. Uh, Gorilla's Destiny, I believe, beat uh, Ishii and Yano. Uh, Evil and Sonata beat Killer Elite Squad. They're meeting at the finals December 9th. Cool, man. Gorilla's Destiny are your uh, IWGP heavyweight tag champions. Evil and Sonata won this tournament last year. Who do you think is winning? Who's the junior tag champions right now? Is it's it still, uh, no, it's, uh, no, it's uh, Kanemaru and El Desperado, I believe. Oh, yeah. Suzuki okay. Goon. All right. Here in my mind, this is what's going to happen. I'm picking Gorilla's Destiny. Because if you're champions, you win the tournament, I guess you get a pick who your opponents are at Wrestle Kingdom. Who's the champions right now? Gorilla's Destiny? Yeah. Okay. So I think they win. After their victory, Young Bucks come to the ring saying, you have our titles. We want match at Wrestle Kingdom. So we get Young Bucks, Gorillas of Destiny. This is what's going to happen. Yeah, that could be. Is this all elite wrestling thing going to preclude them from wrestling in New Japan? No, I think they're booked for Wrestle Kingdom. After that, I don't know. Well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm sure they are booked for Wrestle Kingdom. But would New Japan put them in such a high-profile spot if there's a possibility they could leave? Unless the idea would, of course, be Grills Destiny, big high-profile win over Young Bucks, but they just, they've just they already done that. I know, but here's the thing. If, if, if Evil and Sonata win this match, yeah. then it's this match again at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, I got you. Because if you win World Tag League, you're not the champs. You face the champs. What's another prominent tag team? Yeah, you're right. Grills Destiny probably win. Um, what's another prominent tag team that Gorilla's Destiny could take on? Oh, you mean at Wrestle Kingdom? At Wrestle Kingdom. The Revival. Say yeah. Yeah. We go to Japan all day, all night. Go to Wrestle Kingdom and we're ready to fight. <laughs> Say yeah. The Revival. Oh, man. Lucha House Party. That'd be sick. Yeah. Under Lucha House rules? Yeah. I'd watch that shit. Anyways, speaking of all elite wrestling, we've got more evidence. Oh, man. This is more maybe, evidence. Maybe the clearest indication yet. The that biggest piece AEW of the puzzle. is actually happening. The biggest piece of the puzzle. You guys think that these are Christmas lights up here? No, these are our conspiracy strings. Yeah. Going from Cody to Chris Jericho. Billionaire Khan. To good old JR. To the Young Bucks. To the Revival. Yes. It's all leading to all elite wrestling. So, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Did an interview with Dolby, I guess is a disc jockey, at a 104.9 The Wolf. I believe it was a Canadian radio station. Mm. Um, and spoke about... I wonder if they, they adopted that name when that Duran Duran song came out. Hungry Like the Wolf? The, yes, that one. Maybe. Mm, I don't know. Could be. Could be. It's a good song. And uh, spoke about the year of Jericho and uh, what could be in store for him in the future. And these transcripts, courtesy of Ringside News, what uh, Y2J had to say, quote, I think that's one cool thing about this whole year is that it's really given fans of Jericho a whole lot to be happy about and a lot to look forward to. Lots of surprises from the Kenny Omega match last year to us talking today. The best thing is I don't know what I'm going to do. There's nothing set in stone. I like the big surprise he talked about. The latest big surprise is him talking to a radio station. Oh, I've spoken to people in all those organizations that you mentioned. 
Impact. I had a great conversation with them the other day in Toronto. There were some great matches I could have there. And why wouldn't I go if it was right? It's not right. <clears throat> there are a lot of matches in Japan I still would still like to have. Is Tony Khan opening his own company? I have heard nothing that says he's not. He is the biggest troll, man. That is such a troll. No, that's, that's AEW confirmed. He's double or nothing on AEW. Yeah, yeah. Confirmed. It's happening. Tony Khan starting his own wrestling promotion with Cody and Young Bucks. Chris Jericho, Jericho more or less just confirmed that. Jim Ross, good old Jim Ross. He's going to be there. He's going to be wrestling. It's going to be great. He's going to be sitting there calling the action, getting everybody's name wrong. <laughs> There's John Jackson. John and Bill Jackson, the Young Bucks. They're doing great. <laughs> They're wonderful young talents here on the up and coming. We got the revival coming in. Josh Dawson and Salad Jackson. <laughs> Salad Jackson. Uh, yeah, man. What do you think about this, Chris Jericho? This is just a big troll. They still don't know, but they probably do know. See, but the uh, coming down to it, though. Late last week after we did this show, Joe Coff, we heard, uh, did an interview with Russell Inked. <coughs> we spoke about him uh, briefly on Monday. <clears throat> in, the, in that interview, he talked about Cody and the Young Bucks being gone from, from Ring of Honor. That yeah, was, that was most depressing, yeah. But then he said, they definitely, I'm paraphrasing, they definitely, it's not they definitely know what they're doing, they definitely have something they're going to do, I think is what he said. Yeah, not wrestling Ring of Honor. Yeah, but it made it, it, made it sound more definitive than that. Yeah. Melser just said earlier in this other thing that they're not going to WWE. <laughs> he clearly says they are not going to WWE. And they're not going back Deadpool to Ring of Honor. Deadpool has lunch with them every single day. And I think they will continue to work for New Japan, but not exclusively. That leaves all elite wrestling. AEW. AEW. Make an announcement. They'll have the first, the second all-in in Vegas, Memorial Day weekend. And at that show, they'll announce this is the first show of their new promotion. Ooh, do we, do we need to go to Vegas? Yeah, it'll be fun. When's Memorial Day? May? Yeah, end of May. All right. So they're going to do a whole lot of nothing between January and May? They're planning a new, another all-in show, man. That takes work. They'll still do being the elite. Yeah. They'll keep their profile high. All right. Well, that's good for them. That's my prediction. That's how it's going to play out. Well, it seems to be the picture seems to be coming into focus. Um, Jericho's going to help kick things off. He had a good conversation with Impact, which is going to lead to him Probably Continually like, teasing a, a match at Impact, but have it never come to fruition. And then at one pay-per-view when he's supposed to be there, everybody says he's going to be there. Uh, instead, it's going to be Ellsworth. And during the show, Jericho's going to be live. Oh, I'm sorry. I said the Ellsworth. I forgot that he's, yeah. Uh, no, so no, it's definitely not going to be him. Um, Jericho's going to be live tweeting it instead of showing up like he did at that last one. Mm -hmm. That was terrible. Mm -hmm. Man, he ain't going to Impact. No, he's not going to Impact. There's no reason for going to Impact. You know why? Because the ratings suck. 116,000? So, well, I thought that was 122. It was 122 last oh, week. Oh, 116. It was down from 122. Yeah, that's not good. It's Ouch. better than 98 or whatever it was at the low, but it's still not good. Yeah, but then remember it rebounded for a week? And yeah, then it did. And then it's kind of people remembered back to why they weren't watching it in the first not place. Not good. So, you didn't watch Impact, right? I like that you spelled this dude's name Jake Christ, not Jake Christ. Oh, oops. <laughs> I type these notes fast. No, it's great. Um, impact New gimmick. Impact results. <laughs> <laughs> impact results. This finishers the tremor Christ. Uh, Jake Christ beat Willie Mack. So I guess Jake is in the what's it called Ultimate X tournament thing. Cool, right on. Yeah, I mean, I 
here's the thing, dude. It's already, I mentioned this before. I mentioned, I think last week I was on a, I was on a tear watching impact every week. And then what happened? WWE showed up with two helpings of NXT UK too much on Thursdays. I'm kind of just done on Thursdays. I'm like, and then I'll do it on top of that on top. It is is too too much. much on top of that. I, I logged back into my uh, demand progress, progress, the progress streaming service, because I wanted to start watching their latest chapter, right? And then I noticed that they've got not just progress, they've got AAW, which I've heard really good oh. things about, and they've got Defy. Oh, that's cool. They've got a ton of indie wrestling that's cool. on that service. I didn't read, because those are two promotions. I was like, oh, man, I've always heard good things about them. So, like, that stuff I'm actually super interested in watching, and I'll probably catch some of it this weekend, but Impact has kind of fallen up. Because here's the thing, honestly, too, with Impact, is that since Austin Aries left, uh, and since the the really hot Sammy Callahan Penna feud, they haven't really done anything to, like, kill some buzz. You know, like, to really get some word of mouth yeah, out there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey, now, and it's really difficult to keep that up. I'm yeah, not saying that it's, it you is. know. It is. It's really difficult to keep that up. But it had nothing that they've done, because I keep an eye on it. Nothing that they've done really entices me to sort of stick around. So, I don't, and I don't know. I don't know what it would take. I honestly don't know what it would yeah, take. Yeah, You know. Uh, Dark Alley beat Heather Monroe. I guess now she's kind of doing. I think she's kind she's of like demon. Too she, young now. Oh, I thought. Oh, is she? I, I don't thought. Know. I, read I the, thought. I read a recap on Cage Side Seats, and I don't know like stories that are going. on. I thought so Allie was doing a thing where she was like, she had like Rosemary Spirit. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it yeah, was okay. Because they were in the spirit world, whatever it was. Yeah, like Rosemary and and uh, Allie were seemingly fighting off Sue Young. Yeah, but this recap made it seem like she was kind of aligned with Sue Young. Now I don't know. Uh, Desi Hit Squad defeated Damian Hyde and Manny Lemons. Uh, Ethan Page defeated Matt Seidel. He's in Ultimate X as well. Oh, that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Ethan Page, too. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's a bit where Eddie Edwards was playing chess with Raven at uh, Shady Acres, and then Raven helped Eddie Edwards escape. Oh, that sounds kind of cool. Maybe I'll have to watch it. And then Johnny Impact and Taya defeated Moose and Tessa Blanchard. Tessa tapped out to a submission oh, from wow. Taya. Right on. Yeah, it's just a matter. There's just too much these days, man. There's just too much. There's too, too much. much. Uh, let's talk about this. Shane Strickland <clears throat> uh, might be going to WWE also. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. Shane. Right. Oh, go ahead. I'll do this one. Wrestling Observer Newsletter has this. Yeah. Shane Strickland's situation is still up in the air regarding WWE. The basic update is Strickland is almost surely winding up in WWE, but not right now. His MLW contract that he negotiated did did give him an out clause to go to WWE. However, he still has his Lucha Underground contract that doesn't allow it at this time. So he'll be like Ricochet was, basically waiting out his contract time and then probably starting up after that. He should just leave. He should just leave. If WWE doesn't care about contracts, what's Lucha Underground going to do? Didn't they send, they sent out those cease and desist to uh oh we've got another new patron oh yeah for people that Cassie were, Priest that were putting spoilers up yeah um yeah for putting putting spoilers up which is terrible yeah um 
So they didn't go anywhere. So it's just leave, just leave, just go, just go. Who cares? They're not going to do a season. Well, they still, haven't, yeah, they haven't confirmed Five. anything. And then I guess they were the producers of Lucha Underground said that when if there is a new season, it's going to kind of be a reboot. So there's no telling if they're actually going to bring any of the other talents back or the previous talents back, maybe because they're too expensive. Did you hear about the Chelsea Green thing? They said uh, she wasn't even under a contract. They just liked her so much because she was like, "Nah, I don't want to do a contract because I'm probably going to be heading to you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know where." Um, and they're like, well, we like her so much. We're going to do a bunch of tapings with her anyways. And then she, in fact, got signed by NXT. And so she's going to be like, uh, she's doing NXT, the house show circuit right now mm-hmm. while she's on TV with Lucha Underground. Oh, no, their season's over. Um, yeah, but wasn't there some, when did their season end? Mm, three or four weeks ago. Oh, okay. Well, she was signed any, with NXT that long time. In long any time. event, she was, she was signed to NXT yeah, while the episodes yeah, were playing. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, one more bit of news. We could have a member of Beer Money as the NWA champion, Steve. Bob Roode is confirmed leaving. No. Wow, the mass exodus begins. Bob Roode leaves WWE. No, it's the other guy. James Storm. He's set to challenge Nick Aldis for the NWA title at the NWA pop-up event, New Year's Clash, in Clarksville, Tennessee, on January 5th, the day after Wrestle Kingdom. Not to be confused with New Year's Dash. Which is also day. on January same 5th. Same day, but that's... But far away. At Kirk and Hall, yes. This is the Clash, New Year's Clash. In Clarksville, Tennessee. What is a pop-up event, please? Well, you know, like there's a pop-up, you know, like a, some shops will set up pop-up shops where they just build a store... Like a kiosk. For like a flash release. Yeah. And then as soon as release is done, the store is gone. How many shirts do you think we'd sell if we did a pop-up out here in Fair Oaks Village? Around the corner at Maybe the Maybe one, just because someone's curious. Oh, that could be, yeah. But if we announced it in advance, people maybe, would show up. Would maybe people 10, show up? Maybe yeah. 10. Oh, did we do it? Let's check. Whoa! One we away. Are one shirt away from discontinuing this. Done. So people, people got to think. If they want this shirt to live on forever, then you either no one has to buy one or someone has to buy two. Can I just say it's kind of obscene that, like, this has sold 68 shirts. None of our shirts on the... I, be, I don't believe any of our shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees have individually sold 68. Are you sure? I would think like the... Maybe the... the hey, you're not me shirt sold Maybe that. But 68 is a lot. That's, that's reaching friendo market numbers mm-hmm. because those are specialties. We mm-hmm. you know do a lot well, of extra is, marketing is, for those. This is a specialty garment too, man. Don't sell it short. Anyways, where are James Storm's uh, chances for victory? None, right? Nick Aldis would be taking that title. Yeah, man. Yeah. He ain't, he ain't losing that title at no pop-up show? No. No, man. It's going to be a, it's like a seasonal show? A special event. All in two. Yeah. Nick Aldis in. Mm-hmm. Two. Two. <laughs> two. Yeah. All right, let's take some questions. All right, let's do that. I think I posted a thread on the Patreon. Well, we got a couple here in Super Chat. Rich Hardesty, I was excited to watch Impact and Jordan Grace came out. Found out I don't have Pop in my cable service, so I can't watch. I'd like a network change. No news on that front, other than there's no news. Uh, Patrick Sparks. They're, yeah, they're still talking to people. Patrick Sparks is, uh, with a plea. Do not discontinue that shirt. I'm broke right now. He wants it for the Christmas, but he can't afford it right now. Is that going to change your mind at all? Well, he needs to hope that two people buy the shirt this? before I look at it next. This? No, how about this? 
We have to hit 69 before this show ends, this stream ends. And if we don't, deal's off. That's a big deal. That's a way different deal than we I originally know, advertised. I know. Still at 68. So in the next 15 minutes or so, Ooh. if we hit 69 sales, oh, no. then it's limited edition. Oh, man. So if you're thinking about buying it, consider that. How if about If you this? want other people to try to get it. If we don't hit 69 by Sunday at 5 a.m., which is 24 hours from when this goes live on VOD uh -huh. on YouTube, then we both, we both discontinue it and keep it in perpetuity. Uh, Alex Foster, whenever the elite <clears throat> non-OG guys are mentioned going to WWE, Yujiro Takahashi is always left out of the conversation compared to the other seven. Does he not have a future there? There is sort of a weird in-between thing, right? Because does Hangman Page and Yujiro and the Tokyo Pimp... They're a tag team in Tag League right now. Okay. Or were, yeah. But Tokyo Pimp's not part of the elite. And then there's... Though I guess he was in the last episode. And then... Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But and he's not part of the cast of the elite because the opening credits, you get Kenny, clearly. Cody, the Bucks, uh, Marty, Hangman, and who am I missing? Whatever, there's six. And then, but oh, then. there's two Jackson brothers at seven. Then, <laughs> that's kind of as one entity. That's good. There's uh, Flip and SCU. Yes. They're more cast members, I would say, than oh, yeah, Tokyo yeah, yeah, Pimp. Yeah, yeah. They're regulars. Right. But they're not members of the elite. No, they're not. No, they're not. Um, further, there's Chase Owens. Mm-hmm. Did, did you read Meltzer's little write-up about being at the mall? Yeah. He said, you know, he's like, uh, last Wednesday, 12-1, I was at. <laughs> it's like he was filing a report. He was filing a report for his, ex for his experience at the mall. It was Experi a three-star experiential piece. <laughs> I went to Pretzel Maker, five-star pretzel. Five-star pretzel. They tossed a little extra butter on it for me. <laughs> you can make a six-star pretzel. Uh, um, Dust a little cinnamon and sugar on that. But it's five and a half stars. You might break the star system. So. What was I saying? I have no idea. Him and Chase Owens. Where what where are oh, they? Oh, they're in some sort of bullet club purgatory, essentially. <laughs> well, they're not full on members of the elite. They're obviously Limbo not, Club. Yeah, no, full on members of, of BCOG. What is real? I know. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure that I'm a member of the group. Anyways, yeah, I don't know. I'm up Maybe in the air. Chase Owens. <laughs> Possibly Tokyo Pimp. <laughs> Maybe Chase Owens. Oh, man. Uh, Christopher Appersand. I feel like Wrestle Kingdom 13 isn't getting any buzz like last year. Should we be worried? No. What's the main event? Kenny Omega versus The Ace. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Chris Jericho versus Tetsuya Naito. Ooh, that's going to be a Okada good one. Okada versus Jay White. That's going to be good. Yeah, probably Young Bucks versus Gorillas of Destiny. Could be, could be good. Uh, Bone Soldier versus Kushida. Yeah, man. That's going to be great. Kushida. Kushida. Maybe Kota Ibushi if he wins that never, Hold on. Hold never on. O o Wait. open weight title nothing, against Will Ospreay. Nothing you've said matters. Christopher, I'll tell you why. Buzz or no buzz, it's going to be the best thing of the year. New Japan New Battle Japan Royal. Yeah. Oh, man. And we're going to be live streaming our we reactions are. to are. it. Oh, gosh. Got to load up on the 
Coffee for that. Oh, yeah, man. Maybe Chase Owens. Coffee club. (laughs) Keeps me awake. Uh, Let's see here. Steve Klein. Are you guys going to catch Impact's homecoming pay-per-view? I'm stoked for the LAX versus Lucha Brothers match. Yeah, that should be great. I'm going to try, but, man, there's a lot. There is a lot. When is that? This month? I don't know. Sometime in December. Question club. Uh, let's see here. Pumpkin Bomb. What are some revival dream matches you guys would want to see if they were to leave WWE? Young Bucks. He says, I'm sorry. He said besides Young Bucks. Lucha Brothers. LAX. Mm-hmm. Boing, say yeah. Yeah. We can go home. <clears throat> uh, Suplex Casey. What's the best case scenario for AEW wrestling, if it's even a real thing? Do you think they can recreate and sustain the hype they've had this year? No, I don't. Um, because they don't have that Bullet Club branding anymore, man. People have moved on already. As I don't know, evidenced by Dave yeah, Meltzer's no, trip know, to the mall. The, being the elite audience is a pretty solid one. What are our average numbers for being the elite? About 200,000? Yeah, 150. <clears throat> I'd, I'd think that'd be the floor. 150. One, but for what? But what? For their weekly programming. On TV? Yeah. That's the floor? Yeah. I know it's not great. That's the impact numbers. I think its floor is probably closer to impact numbers. Well, 150 is not that far from 125 or 116 or whatever it is. Impact's floor is 100. What, yeah, Did it hit 98 at one point? Yeah, that's the floor. I don't know, man. It all, dude. It all depends on a TV deal. Oh yeah, it depends on it where. Depends they... on the reach of the TV deal too. If they end up on something comparable to <clears throat> Pop TV or Access, the numbers would be far lower than they would be if they get on. Well, WGN. NBC WGN is the thing like that. that makes sense. WGN is the thing that makes sense because they carried the first hour, the zero hour of All In, so that would make some amount of sense. Yeah. Um. And and All In had one hundred and sixteen thousand. That's I thought a... it was one hundred sixty five. Oh, I mean, it was 165. Yeah, I'd say 100,000 is the floor. I'd say it. Now, is that is that something that's worthwhile? Is that something that can generate the kind of revenue that they need to keep it sustainable? No. Probably not, right? Not initially. But I guess the idea is, is to take that as a starting point and build. Yeah. If they have investors that are in it for the long haul. Yeah. And by that, I mean five years or so. And the well, I think one of the main problems is WWE. That's their biggest problem. Well, obviously, you know, they're just gonna be snapping up everybody. So I don't know. I don't think I don't think anything sustainable. Depends. Days, it depends man. if if the Khan family is willing to write some pretty sizable checks. I'm telling you, man. Once a hobby gets too out of hand, you don't want to deal with it anymore. Oh yeah. But I hope. I, I don't know. I hope. But, they, uh, yeah, I, I, here's the. I would think that all elite wrestling would have one leg up on Impact in that Impact still has that stigma. Of being impact, it's not what it used to be. Uh, not to, dude. Not to, not to the wrestlers. Evidently, oh, I know they're signing a lot of good. I wrestlers. know, but if, <clears throat> if, if maybe in the eyes of some WWE talent, signing from WWE to Impact would seem like a step See, down. Here's why I don't think it does. I don't think Impact has that stigma because at one point early this year they had what was, what was their highest rating? Oh, I think it was around 300. They had 300,000, which is good. It's good, Which but is pretty that good. was in line with what they've been doing for the last few years. It's just this last year has really tanked. Yeah. I don't think that's due to the stigma. I think it's just due to because there's so much stuff out there. 
And on top of that, no, 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 I, don't think, I don't think the ratings, I don't think the ratings take because any any sort of stigma. I just think the perception around impact, not like it used to be exactly, but there's still kind of the the lingering aftertaste of impact. I don't know. It was run, that, that place was run so poorly for years, just for you mean WWE talent's eyes. <clears throat> You're in WWE, your contracts up or you get released. What do you do? Sign with Impact, which kind of still has the you hear, see hear i impact, i don't think it does mm. and the reason or do you is go this. with the hotter brand which is pretty much the young bucks the, the bottom you go with the hotter brand yeah okay well that that's a good point because it's a hotter brand not mm-hmm. necessarily because there's a stigma i mean all i got to do is call up their friends in impact and say hey are you guys getting paid on time yeah okay cool i mean that's all you got to do um because all i want all i need is to get their money on you know, on time but what you said is true in terms of AEW is going to be the hot thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I think people are going to, people are going to care about that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, winemaker. Can managers be a thing again? I listen to Cornette every week and I feel done right. Managers could be great in today's product being the mouthpiece of a stable and not just the voice of a shit talker. What do you guys think? I think that it was, I think, in situations, sure. Like, look at Paul Ellering for Authors of Pain. I mean, he Hay- was great. Heyman's still now with Lesnar. You look at you look at the difference between like a really really well done manager situation with Authors of Pain, and then you look at a really really bad situation with a manager like Authors of Pain. Yeah, with Drake Maverick. Yeah, it's horrible. And yeah, it can totally be done right. Mm-hmm. Like, not for everybody, but for the situations where it warrants it, it can add a, a huge thing to it mm-hmm. to a crew, mm-hmm. or it can be a big detriment. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Honky Tonk Man promises a big 2019. For who? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I know. Uh, oh, did you read stuff on Twitters? I did not. Did I post one on Twitter? I don't know. Well, we'll find out right now. I think I did. Blah, club. Oh, oh yeah, you did. The Grappling Gamer, would you rather have Raw, SmackDown, Live swap main events for pay-per-views minus the big ones, or would you rather have them alternate B-level pay-per-views? For example, May is Raw's month, the next one is SmackDown. Uh, I would li- I would love to see them do alternating yeah, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fewer pay-per-views should mean better pay-per-views, I would think. Uh, Ducari Sanchez it seems like NXT is going to get a little crowded so what would you guys rather see happen NXT has a mass exodus of its current roster go to the main roster or have NXT get a main event type show that shows matches from the house show circuit I would love an NXT I don't want like a ton of New Japan people just showing up in, on main roster I'd love an NXT house show mm-hmm. show that'd be cool Although I'm already complaining about there being too much wrestling anyways. Yeah, no. Uh, Brandoon, if Sin Cara, Chris Jericho, Brock Lesnar, and Kurt Angle all got into a shoot bar fight, who would win? My money's on Jericho. Yeah, that man. That guy has checked everybody. And then yeah. he got into a fight. like Someone's on trying a, to get into tour bus. Yeah. On a bus? Ran some dude off? Put him in the walls of Jericho? I don't think that No, it was, he had like full mount on him. was punching him in the face. It was like a Luthez press. I think he tackled him or something. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Brian Rodriguez, would Kenny Omega going to WWE take away from his best in the world or best bout machine mystique? No, I think the, the, way, you know, the way he keeps that mystique is keep having great matches. Yeah. Uh, Rod, with news of a possible Queen of the Ring tournament happening, what eight women would you put in the tournament and who would you have win it? 
Let's take champions out of it. No Ronda, no Becky Lynch. Let, let's use it. How about this? The way they used to use it. Like with Austin, with what, the, with what they were going to do with Triple H that year. Build new stars with it. Mm-hmm, Sony mm-hmm. Deville wins. Mm-hmm. Here's the story. Mm-hmm. One of the things they used to talk about with her, she... Like, didn't she fight like two uh, fights in one night and won some tournament? Oh, maybe yeah. In MMA, maybe. I think that was her. She wins it. Yeah, I think that's great. That's gonna be my pick too. Building a new star. Either Sonya Deville or Ember Moon. Yeah. See, Ember's already a star. Oh, I agree. But she's great. Um, Mary Kintmus asks if and when Triple H becomes the man in charge, do you think we could see a New Japan WWE crossover like the ones WCW had in the early 90s? Doubtful. I think I think that's becoming more and more doubtful by the day because of global localization. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Let's try to find some non-news here. Right on. So, yeah, listen up. $5 and up patrons. We're about to do a bonus episode where we're going to record live mm-hmm. uh, tape trade. Uh, that's going to be going up oh, yeah. on like Monday morning. So we've got that. We've got some non-news, some slightly real news, perhaps. That's awesome. Uh, so uh, check that out. We're going to be going live in about 10 minutes uh, for that over on the Patreon. Yep. So come by and say hello. Yes. And there is some music for you. There it is. Anyway, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. And uh, oh, wait, I've got to do one more check on the shirt. Oh, yeah. If it's, at, if it's at 69, we're discontinuing. Oh, it's at 69. Oh, We've got to discontinue man. it forever. Oh, Goodbye, man. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good day. What a sad day. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.